Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like Slow to Speak, Quick to Listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hey, how's it going, everybody? So today we're going to be talking about having to ask your spouse permission, Ooh, right? Um, with, with really whatever whatever it is, right? So it could be anything from going on, you know, a lunch date with a girlfriend or a guy friend, um, or going on, you know, you know, a trip or spending money in some sort of way. Whatever it may be, we're going to be looking at those different things and really addressing this issue. Yes, this is a big thing, like having to ask your spouse permission, right? And I was actually reading a post the other day on Facebook, and a woman had you know, was asking for help. She was like, well, you know, what do I do here? And first of all, that's a bad idea. Don't, don't go to Facebook for your advice. But anyways, um, you know, she was, she had given a colleague a ride home. Now this colleague of hers, like was a male and he had been actively flirting with her. So she already knew that he had been flirting with her. And then she chose to give him a ride home, just him and her in the car. And so afterwards she did tell her husband when she got home and he completely shut down. He wouldn't talk to her, gave her the silent treatment, and just shut down. And I just got to tell you, I was blown away by the comments on this post. And this is why you don't go to Facebook asking just like random people for advice. <laughs> A bunch of idiots giving her advice. Yes, I was like, man, you're an adult. You can do what you want. He's overreacting. You don't have to ask permission. You do what you want. Like do that. you. <laughs> <laughs> that was obsessive. He, he, he overreacted. He must be doing something to be that mad. I wonder what he's doing, you know? And all of this, like, it led to, like, a hot debate about having to ask permission. And just some of the dumbest things were said to her, including the ones I just said. So those were, those were really, like, not, they were not, were not helpful statements at all. And no, you, you don't. Like, that was not. And so we want to talk to you today and, like, t teach you some main things about asking permission. It's vital to know and have this understanding in order to have a healthy marriage. Yeah, and so to, to address that, number one, don't go to Facebook and ask a bunch of idiots that aren't successful about that stuff. But anyways, we'll address that point in a minute. 
Uh, that being said, there's some topics that we want to talk to you about today. And honestly, they're, they're, honestly, one of them is there's a difference between asking your permission, asking permission like a child would, and understanding what a healthy marriage is with respect and love, right? This doesn't mean you're controlled. Doesn't mean, you know, of you're being, you know, manipulated or something like that. It just means like who not to listen to, right? AKA idiots on Facebook and, uh, and people that aren't successful or, you know, and how to move forward out of that and make sure you guys are a team. Yes. So all important aspects, you know, and there is the big difference between asking permission like a child and understanding what a healthy marriage with respect and love looks like is huge, right? So children have to ask permission for most decisions, decisions in their life, right? So they have to ask if they can go, you know, play outside, go to the neighbor's, go to the store, go to the movies, you know, they have to ask for all of these different things, right? And it's for their health and safety and overall benefit. They're still growing. Their brains aren't fully developed. They don't have logic most of the time. Um, there's just a lot there. So it's, they're still being molded. They're still being taught and we're responsible to them to oversee and make sure like they're protected. Now, notice she said to them, not for them. There's a, that's a whole nother topic, but there's a difference there. <laughs> Side note for future. Um, and so, you know, you guys are not kids though. Like you, you're not, you're adults. And so you don't have to ask permission like like a child would have like, can I, is it okay if I go to the store? Or like, is it okay? Like that's not what we're, you know, that's not how you address things in the marriage. Yeah. And also while you're adults, you're not also like a lone wolf free to do whatever you want to do in life you know, being in your feelings all the time and just letting your heart guide you in your decisions. No, that's freaking retarded. Like we're blunt on this podcast and that's dumb. So stop it. No, don't do that. Like the heart's deceptive. It's even in the Bible. Don't, don't follow your heart like that. You know, feelings will lead you astray, you know, and as in, in a marriage, like you're in a committed relationship with each other, right? This is a relationship like that you chose you're in and it's to each other. That means like what you do does affect your spouse and the people in your life, like your kids and such, like in your home. So you're not just a, an individual who's running around with like no consequences or, you know, and, and no ties to anyone. What you do does impact your family. Absolutely. So you're not completely separate. You're together, right? Mm -hmm. United marriages are walking in the same direction, unity basically towards common goals, common dreams, purposes, and different things in life, right? Yes. And love in itself, we've talked about this before, but love is an action. It's not a feeling. Love is an action. A it, feeling is just chemicals in your body that comes along as a bonus to it. Yes. And so, you know, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. You know, so this this is an action. So love is an action. And so when you're communicating and, and talking with your spouse about things, it's not like you're having to ask permission, like, because, you know, you, you, you don't know and you can't do things on your own. No, it's out of, out of that love, right? Because it, it does matter. Like what you do matters and it plays a massive role 
Yeah, it's it's, it's out of respect. Mm-hmm. It's due to regard for their feelings, wishes, rights, traditions, and others. Right? It's due to the it's due to the, you know, well, let's just be a blunt. If you're not a, if you're listening to this, you probably don't have a healthy marriage to begin with, anyways. But you know, part of having a healthy marriage, and it's not the only part; it's a small part, but yet big part. But there's a lot of moving parts uh, until you learn all the foundations. But one of them is boundaries. One of them is you know win wins. One of them is making sure that you have certain things in place. But um, when it comes to like agreements, mm-hmm. but an expectations meeting, but that's what a healthy that's what a healthy marriage looks like with respect side of things. Anyways, from here with making decisions. Yes. So a lot of times permission is like having to ask permission, like in that really timid, like I have to ask about everything, you know, and how it's perceived as, as so negative comes out of the way of like people ask permission in fear or have lack of worth. They just don't know and don't value themselves. Most of the time, the people who have like zero self-confidence, zero worth, you know, they feel like they're not able to make decisions. Like they, ha- they are the ones who really feel like they have to like seek permission for like literally anything, you know, can, can I make me a sandwich? Can I work out? Can I, you know, and that, those things are excessive and are not part of a healthy marriage, right? Like self-care is self-care. And so it's important to like recognize the different, how one is out of like such of a lack. Whereas when you have respect and love, you you're talking and like asking permission for, to do things out of the care of your heart like it's a choice and that's the biggest aspect like it's a choice out of that care and out of compassion and unity and not the fears and lies yeah and there's the complete opposite into this where you know people are like you know they try and be this what i call fake alpha if you have to announce you're the alpha you're the fake you're not a real alpha um but when it comes down to these things um they think well okay well i just need to tell her what i'm gonna do or tell him what i'm gonna do right you don't get to dictate what I do or she don't get to dictate what I do right I'm just going to do it right no that's not necessarily the right thing to do either now there is a caveat to that if you're a individual standing for your marriage and your spouse does not want to be in the marriage right now and they're out (laughs) you do not need to ask them permission to do anything to spend money on your marriage to fix it none and you don't they, they don't want to fix it. So mm-hmm. why are you asking someone to spend money on a marriage that they don't see the value in at the moment? That's dumb. Right? No. <laughs> no. And so like you don't have to ask for your spouse's permission to work on things either. Like, hey, can I work on things? Like they're gonna tell you no, right? If they're they're <laughs> out. So they're obviously like when they're not walking in it, like that's where like you don't have to ask them permission for those kinds of things, right? You're standing for your values and your principles. And so you should continue to do that. Like fight for everything and and put forth that effort. So, you know, that's, you want to be very aware of that. And when you make, when you ask permission for things like out of respect and love, it just completely reframes it. And it's just very, very different. The tonality, the body language, everything's different. Mm -hmm. And and it's not out of the, like, Oh, I have to do this. Or like, I'm, I'm terrified. Or, you know, like they're, they're the, they're the boss of me. Or it's, it's not out of like a fear basically is what, it really boils down to when it comes to that. It's not out of fear. It's not what gets, what gets me is there's so many, I used to be this guy, but there's so many beta freaking males. I'm not all about this masculinity crap to the highest number. Like the only, a lot of these people are promoting right now. I'm just saying that the beta male and a passive male is very toxic. 
mm-hmm. um, to a very high degree. And I won't go into that right now, but it is it's a whole nother call uh, when it comes to these types of things. I mean, podcasts, but, um, but let's dive, let's continue to dive into this topic. So does asking for permission mean I'm controlled? No, big no, uh, no. So I'm just going to tell you, you know, having to ask permission to, to do things really, it, it just comes down to like, it's your choice. Okay. Like it's your choice. You, you ask in your, to be united, you ask out of care and out of respect, you know, and coming out of place of, you know, being on the same team, choosing to walk in love and respect. It's a powerful thing. It takes humility and a, a lot of self-growth to be able to be in this place where you're confident in yourself and you know that like it's not like some crazy controlling thing that you need to fight against and like all these things. Like no, like you know, it it's not a sign of weakness to be able to like talk to your spouse and like ask permission for certain things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So this shows shows basically like you're not prideful in mm-hmm. different areas either. Like you're open to other ideas and you value your spouse's opinion too, right? So if it's if it's prideful, you're gonna react, and that's gonna come into play there with your actions and defensiveness and different things like that. But and you're like, well, what if they, you know, if 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 I ask, then I'm kind of like, dang, you know, like I'm screwed if I do, I'm screwed if I don't type of thing. Like maybe that comes up here. Um, you know, lose, lose type of situation. Well, that means you got other things going on. Oh yeah. Not only in t- internally with you, but also pretty evident that it's internally with your marriage too. So mm-hmm. you have to, in order to really use this effectively, you have to really build all the right foundations, of course. Yes. And one of the big aspects here is like when you are just, con- you know, choosing to be on the same team with your spouse, it just shows that you value your spouse and their opinion and you're not just dominating and be like, well, I'm going to do what I want and I don't care how it impacts you and I don't care what you're doing. And, you know, no, like it just shows that you're being a team player and you're walking in unity. Yeah, I'm going to do whatever I want. Statement is just like a child. It's mm-hmm. petty and immature. And you're like a child when you do that, per- yeah. period. And that's honestly like the emotional the emotional maturity that most people have because of a we're, one-year-old. we're not taught <laughs> of toddlers of some sort, right? And it's because like we're not taught that foundational aspect of like how to address things. And, you know, that's why that comes out. And so, you know, choosing to be the same team obviously takes, takes growth in that area. Yeah. This is one of my favorite parts I want to discuss here, which is who not to listen to, right? So like, mm-hmm. for example your divorced friends. (laughs) I know it seems like common sense, but you would be surprised how many people we come across, especially spouses are in on it. We're helping the other spouse save their marriage uh, where this is an issue. People getting advice from like friends, friends, air quotes here, friends that are happily divorced. Yeah. Right. Avoidance of your issues is not happy. You're just avoiding your issues. Therefore you have less problems. But you're going to have different it, problems, you're, you're, yeah, diff, different problems. You're going to fail in your new, all your new relationships, all of them, when it comes to like close relationships, like your like spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend, something like that, right? So, basically, this is like getting like, honestly, who says let's go get advice? Ask yourself this question: Who says let's go get advice from unsuccessful people? Really? Like, do I go to a dentist that has brown teeth? No. Right. <laughs> Would I no. take advice how to become a millionaire from a bum? 
No, not, not at all. Like none of that. That's retarded. Come on, Mal. For sure. You know, and you, so also asking like friends or buddies that have been married four times or, you know, is with a new person like every other week and stuff like, no, like that's, so that's obviously not who you turn to, to listen to. Yeah. It's like my, uh, my mom was telling me about, um, I know my family probably won't listen to this. If they do, it would be funny anyways. But, uh, my, uh, one of my family said that he's been married like five times and he's working on his sixth, sixth ex, sixth ex wife or something like that. And, um, they were working on uh he's like, yeah, as soon as this, after this one, I'll have enough, um, ex-wives for all the pallbearers at my wet, at my funeral. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a good, um, oh, it's kind of funny, but it's not a good mentality when it comes to this types of stuff. Right. It's just, no, not, no, no, not a good idea. that's not who you take, take advice from. You also don't want to turn to and listen to people who are in a loveless marriage, right? You, you know, like they're just sticking it out just because they're stubborn, but they don't have any joy, love, or respect. It's like, we're together, but, like, that's just it. Like, there, there's not actual, like, passion or love or respect in the marriage. It's just, like, they coexist, right? Like, that's not who you want to take advice from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, that, that's the where this comes up is, like, well, I've been getting advice from my parents who've been together for 50 years. Cool. Doesn't mean a thing. Honestly, the time does not. Uh, we, we've coached people that have been that are in their seventies. We've coached people that are in their teen, almost like late teenage years, some twenties and stuff like that. So, it, honestly, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been married. Everybody can have a, a not a not a healthy marriage. My grandparents did not. That's for sure. So, do not take advice from people who are in loveless marriage or even an open marriage. I don't understand this one either, but. Don't take advice from people who are in open marriages. That just causes so many more problems. So many more problems. I think we did a podcast on something like that. Um, I'm not sure. But the thing is, like, people that are, like she was saying, just sticking it out or have open marriages or loveless marriages, like, don't take advice from any of those people Mm -hmm. or even people that are just angry and bitter people, right? Like, why? Why would you take (laughs) advice from people that are angry and bitter? I don't want to take advice from unhappy people. People talk about all the time how I just want to be happy. Okay, well, why would you get advice how to be happy from unhappy people? That doesn't make any sense. Obviously, they don't have it figured out. (laughs) Just saying. And also, don't take advice from people who you know are actively disrespecting their spouse all the time. You know, practically walking on them, doing whatever they want, and just, you know, just so disrespectful. Or even the ones who you can't even tell they're married. You do not want to take advice from them at all. <laughs> yeah. The women that, uh, that that they're married, and you know, they're, you know they're married and they're posting like selfies of themselves, but it's more like selfies of their boobs all over uh, Facebook, right? That's yeah. not, no, come on now. Like, oh, here's my face and it's half, half her forehead's cut off. Like, don't, <laughs> don't do that, man. Um, you know, also it's like single friends, really? Single people. You want to take advice from single people or divorced people. Like, don't do not do that. That's <laughs> no. a joke. Right? They have no clue to the level of pain that it is involved or anywhere near close. Like, right? It's like the single people that they try and compare having a dog to having a kid. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> very, very different. You know, and so that's just, it's really important. To, and, we, and we bring this up on who not to listen to because in the past, you know, Obviously, like we had both listened to the wrong people. I know I had listened to people who were in loveless marriages and just, or who disrespected their spouse all the time, who had a bunch of lies, you know, with their spouse. You know, 
and it didn't turn out well, right? Obviously. So, you know, we want to spare you that aspect. And then especially like, don't, don't go to the people on Facebook in like a big group and just ask and like expect a bunch of people who are also like broken and lost, who don't know how to have healthy relationships, give you guidance. Like as you heard earlier with, you know, they, they all those people, they, they don't know the whole context. Like they don't know anything going on and know, like, it's not smart. Like you should not put someone of the opposite sex in the car alone with you, especially when they have been flirting with you. No, That's, e- either way, even if they haven't, it's not a good idea. In my no, opinion. it's not. But like, especially, right? And so it's just not, it's not smart. It's not common. Like it's not common sense at all. Like it's not wise. And so. They knew it wasn't wise. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't play the dumb card. I'm an innocent victim. <laughs> no, no, you just want the attention and validation. And that, honestly, that comes from like deep within of like trying to, to like have that justification and trying to fight that. But it, when it comes to this, you know, it's not your responsibility. That woman should not have taken the responsibility to give this other person a ride. Like that's not her responsibility that he does or doesn't have a car or a ride home, right? There's Uber. (laughs) There's so many different aspects. He's an adult. He can figure it out. He can ask a man, you know, different aspects. Like she didn't have to, um, you know, lower her standards or break marriage boundaries or disrespect her husband or open any doors like that. Like that wasn't smart. And so if she didn't ask yourself this, if she didn't think it was wrong, then why did she tell her husband? Why was the guilt there to tell him? Yeah. And I, so, you know, a couple of things that we do want to cover, you know, is also is just like some things that you want to make sure like you're talking to your spouse about and it's not as in like asking permission of like you know like that childlike form but you two should be on the same team and then there are just some things that you know there's an inner problem or a control a massive control issue if you're having to seek permission right so like having to ask your permission like your spouse permission for you know what what type of like clothes or or something else that you can, or can you work out or any kind of like self-care. Now, obviously like what Tommy had said about women, women are really bad about like revealing too much. So that is something that would be addressed, obviously. Um, by the way, I'm not sexist. Um, I like, I like both sides of the table here and men do stuff too, but yes. I'm just a blunt person. So I will call out crap. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And so another aspect is that is like, you know, having having to ask like those self-care things like there's a problem if you have to ask your spouse if you can work out, if you can eat certain food or if you can, you know, go pick up groceries or can you spend like this little bit amount like right or like just buy like a necessity or, you know, those types of things that that's a form of control. And that's not what we're talking about when we're saying that, you know, to ask permission and to be on the same page of your spouse. Right, control, and then also not 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 the conf- the confidence isn't there as well to be able to know who you are, know your true identity, know really who you are as a man or a woman, and be able to make decisions on your own. And chances are, some someone like this probably because I know because I was there um, usually procrastinates a lot. And when you look at procrastination, procrastination at the core of it is actually fear. Like no matter what way you look at it, at the core of it, when you really get down to the core of it, it's really fear. And so what it boils down to here is like that you don't need to ask for permission to do everything. 
but this is something where you come into play where you actually want to set certain boundaries, mm-hmm. expectations in the marriage. Oh yeah. That's, it's so important. And so there are things that y'all should talk about. And so, you know, for example, like I don't have to ask Tommy to go to the grocery store or go buy groceries or, you know, that aspect, like we already have like certain boundaries in place. Like we know how much money we can spend, Mm -hmm. you know, without having to talk. Like we know, we know our boundaries and just like, we know what respects the marriage. And then we ask like, so when we go hang out with friends or stuff, of course, we're going to ask if it's okay. And it's not as like, is it okay? It's, it's, Hey, like, uh, I have this plan that I want to do. Does it interfere with anything that you want to do? Make sure like we can work together on a team. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's about ask, it's about respect. And honestly, this is one of those things where you can't, we can't really tell you exactly what to put things on because that is going to be determined upon you building the right foundations and you Mm, setting those things in place in your marriage, because those it's your marriage, you have to set those things in place. And what I mean, I mean, when I say you, I mean, both of you, meaning it has to come out as a win-win, meaning both of you come out winning, not just one of you. And the other one's sacrificing or like just whatever you want, babe, whatever, you know, no, it needs to be both win and take your ego out of it and be able to really set correct boundaries, expectations, really it's boundaries and expectations with this type of stuff, but mainly expectations. And it comes from clear communication though, which is something that like we're not taught how to do. So, you know, this is, it's all really important though. And I, we wanted to specify that real quick though, just for as a plug, because we also do know that there is, you know, quite a few like women who are like suppressed and like completely in like abusive situations. And that's not what we were referring to. And I just wanted to make that really clear. Mm-hmm. If, you're in a, if you're in a, a physically abusive relationship um, and they're physically abusing you currently, you need to leave. Yes. Temporarily. I'm not saying leave your spouse, even, even the men here. If you're, if, I mean, we had that in our relationship. So like if you're, if your woman is physically abusing you, you need to leave the house temporarily. Mm-hmm. We're not saying leave the marriage. This is the only time we advise to separate. Any other time is just stupid. So don't separate. All it does is just cause a bunch of other issues if at all costs, because that's just going to cause a lot of mistrust and distrust and like just all of these, you know, other issues that are going to be compounded on top of everything else you already have going on. So, and then also limits level of influence and different things like that to be able to help repair the marriage. And so separating doesn't build intimacy. It doesn't create time apart to if you want to draw back together. It doesn't do any, it, all it does is harm it. Unless, and the only needed time is if you're being physically abused in our opinion. Mm-hmm. And so, we also want to talk talk to you about like how to move forward. Right. So how to move forward and like setting and like having that respect in the marriage out of love and in respect and unity and, you know, asking permission for the things that y'all need to be a team about. And one of the biggest aspects is you need to take advice from only successful and professional, like successful, successful people and professionals. That's it. That are not family or friends because I don't, I don't, Friends can be kind of iffy depending on like, like we've had friends, past friends come to us for help, but that's different. (laughs) We're still professionals. So, you know, I would say from successful people and professionals that aren't direct like in-laws or something like that, don't do that. Mm -hmm. This is going to cause a bunch of issues between you and your, and your spouse. Yeah. Cause you don't want to cause division in that's a, that's a whole different aspect. But so stay away from like the family and friends aspect because that does cause more division. But another thing is to let go of ego. Mm-hmm. And ego stands for, well, you can label it two different ways. 
I like calling it, it stands for edging out greatness or sorry, edging greatness out. Uh, yeah. Edging greatness out or edging God out. Mm. Um, really both to be honest, Yeah, but both. I do like the way the other one sounds with greatness, but both of them are true either way. Cause God is great. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, and yeah. stop caring about what other people think. You know, when I was sitting there like trying to like, you know, spin like all these things and like, it was like, trying to seek that permission from others. Right. And like, Oh, they, they said I was controlled and like, I, you know, I'm in this terrible relationship and you know, they, they threw out so many toxic beliefs into my mind. So stop caring about other, what other people think, you know? So don't be like, Oh, well, the girl's going to think I'm getting controlled or the boys are going to say like I'm whipped or I don't wear the pants in the family. Like some of the dumbest statements. I hate these statements, you know? So stop seeking that approval from them. Yeah. Also stop seeking, getting your approval from others and like more bottom feeders here. So bottom feeders, I call crabs. So crabs are the people in your life. Like if you've ever seen a crab try and get out of a bucket and the rest just pull it back down, that's crabs. Get away from like bottom feeders, AKA the people that don't matter whatsoever. Matter to God, they don't want to matter to me um, when it comes to their opinions and stuff like that. Of course they matter as a person um, cause God made them, but matter to me, in my opinion, no, I don't care. Uh, have the, have the right priorities too, when it comes to this. So God first, like th this, this is honestly one of the biggest keys, um, having God first, you second in a self-care way in terms of priorities here. Not selfish. Yeah. Not selfish self-care. I'm not saying go out and buy a brand new motorcycle, even though it is happiness in some sort of way. Um, not what we're saying. <laughs> just kidding there. Not, um, but so God first, you second in a self-care way, not selfish, then your spouse, then your kids, then your business, work, purpose, whatever it is, job, and then your extended family and friends. And mm -hmm. if you put it in that order in the way that you make decisions, then that's then that'll be a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, there was like some post the other day someone made, and I, I plan on doing a podcast on this alone because it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life pretty much. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where they were posting about how, you know, you want to put others first. No, no. God comes first. Then, then no, actually they were saying put God first and then others and then you No, uh, put God, then you first after God. Yeah. Right. So you second. Right. And if you do that, cause if you don't do that, then you're going to be pouring from an empty cup. Your cup's going to empty up and it's going to fill up with resentment, anger, and hate. Yes. And so we're most certainly going to have to address this in so much more detail. Cause we see it all the time, all mm, the time, hundred percent, you know, and another aspect we really want you to consider and like to take to heart is so as you stop seeking approval from, from others who like don't matter and you know, such it's not to fear standing out. It's okay to stand out. It's okay that you're not going with the grain of what does all the buddies say? Like, or what is all these, you know, like, do you, no, like it's okay to stand out. No, screw all those people, man. Like screw average. That's stupid, man. Average is toxic. Screw average. Average is freaking, it's like toxic and it catches on and it just gets on you like a freaking disease. Stay away from average people. Screw average. Cut that crap out of your life. I'm not talking to your spouse, just people that you call friends. And I use air quotes here. Cut that crap out of your life. Screw average. Yeah, there are. And so just to be clear, you know, there is things that you're going to need to talk and ask your spouse about, you know, and so yes, there are things that you have to ask permission, but not in like that whole like belittling way, 
it's out of a love and respect and a choice. So just remember, like, mm-hmm. you're not a victim in this when you're asking permission. You are actively choosing and you have full control over your life to choose to have that care, to have that love, to have that respect, that, and to show and demonstrate and to implement that you are committed to the, a healthy marriage, that you want to be doing the right thing, you know, and you want to, to have that unity with your spouse. It's so important. Unity and teamwork is absolutely important. And like, for example, when I go to Destinica and I ask her, you know, I'm not asking her, hey, do you care if I do this? It's more of like, hey, I'd like to get your opinion on something. You know, see the difference there? So, you know, even though I may ask it in those other words, but it's in a different tonality, I'm not being like, hey, do you care if I do something? Yeah. Right? Do you care? Are you sure? I really need your opinion and all this. No, that isn't. That's not. That's not healthy. No. Right? You want to. You're asking out of respect, not fear. Fear is different. Respect is, hey, I would like to work together as a team. I really want to get your opinion on this and what you think. Right? There's a difference. Yeah, and it and it keeps the com- like the communication understanding of like what's going on in each other's lives op- are open. Right. Like as you know, you know, there's something going on tomorrow that I plan on attending. And when I come to Tommy, I'm not going to be like, hey, um, is this is it okay if I do this? Um, Can I go? No, I'm going to be like, hey, you know, the meeting's tomorrow and I plan on going. Is that okay with you? Does it interfere? Right. Like we already I've talked about basics, but I'm not coming in like, oh, my gosh, like I, 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 I don't know if I can make this choice alone. And, and you dictate my whole life and I can't do anything on my own. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's also coming into confidence too on, on yourself. Like if mm-hmm. you can't make decisions on your own, then you need to start making decisions fast and effectively on your own, um, that are healthy decisions, obviously. Yes. So we hope the examples help as well. And so just know like, of course, like the right foundations need to be built within you and the marriage. That way you can have discussions to know what needs to be set into place and for the future, right? So like Tommy and I already have all these foundations and aspects and we know where we need to ask when we don't need to ask. And like we, we've already discussed all these because we, we've cleared out and been on the same page. But those are things that you have to be aware of. Yes, 100%. So we just wanted to shift your mind on this. But again, um, when it comes to being... When it comes to implementing these things, there's a reason why we have this this type of stuff way towards the end of our program. Because mm-hmm. in our program is eight weeks, marriage 2.0, but plug there. <laughs> but uh, if you if you don't implement the proper foundations first, tools tools don't work. Tools won't work. Trying to implement this stuff isn't going to work that we're teaching you right now. If you don't have proper bound, if you don't have not boundaries, proper foundations in place, you've got to have that in place. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted you to shift your mindset, not only from how to do it the right way and shift your mindset on like the negative side versus the positive side here of different areas on like what, you know, is being controlled and what's not. And like, of course, but we also wanted to shift your mindset to, hey, don't just try and implement this by itself because you actually need to have all the foundations in place first. Mm-hmm. And we remember a healthy marriage is two healthy individuals walking through life in unity. Right? Together. Yeah. As a team. Um, however, it doesn't, it only takes one healthy individual to save a marriage initially. 
takes two to have one. So we did want to mention that. But as always, we love you guys. As God loves you more than more than what you ever know. And of course, both of us want to see you save your marriage, including God. Yes. So and have and not just and not just save it to be in a complacent and loveless marriage. No. We want you to be able to have like a thriving marriage full of love and respect and joy. Absolutely. So we will see you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Now that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.